0: Good afternoon beautiful people. My name is Steph Landeros. Uh, My PGPs are they, them. I'm a senior and I'm a sociology major and also your co-host for this podcast. Hi everyone. My
1: name is Jesus Alvarado. My PGPs are he, his, him. I am a third year here at CSU Stan and my major is Spanish with double minor in ethnic studies and journalism.
0: All right, so we're gonna move right into our announcements. I would just like to announce that it's my civil (laughs) right.
1: only a few will get that uh, right
0: um to talk about rainbow prom rainbow <laughs> prom is next friday uh with that being said, since rainbow prom is next friday we will not be having a podcast next friday because jesus and i will both be busy running around campus like chickens with their heads cut off hella busy <laughs> We're trying to put this uh event together yes. so i hope to see you all there everyone is welcome the whole community is welcome to come out um, even if you're not a Stan State student, all that we require you is to come in, sign in, and have fun. Have fun. That's the
1: art of this event. Like, I, I've said this like, already twice, but I'll say it again. Like, my first time going to Rainbow Prom was last year, actually. And it was like the best thing ever. Okay. It was fun music, drag show, the food. I mean, everything is free. Given the fact that it's free, like, I feel like everyone should like, take advantage of that and just have fun.
0: Question Go What does Rainbow Prom mean to you, Jesus?
1: Uh, Rainbow prom for me meant a second chance at prom just because I did not get a chance to go to my prom due to personal events that were going on around that time of my life. So when I found out that Love Evolution hosted Rainbow Prom, I explicitly was like, oh, it's a prom. Um, and so I attended it. It was really, really fun. I, I went with close friends of mine, with you, Crystal. Um, and for me, it meant just like being yourself, like being free, and it's like a second chance prom, like I've said. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's how I saw it. That's how I perceived it. And because of that, I'm going again this year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the question was posed in the in one of the Love Evolution meetings. I think uh, not this week, but last week. Oh, okay. Um, and I found it interesting because I didn't really think about it. But for me, Rainbow Prom is important because in high school when I went to prom, like I just felt awkward. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I felt awkward. Um, my junior year, I went in a tuxedo because I didn't give no shits, you know. Like I went in a tuxedo, and then my senior year, I was asked by this really nice guy. His name is Matthew Breeden. Shout out to Matt. Mm -hmm. He's really cool. Um, and so we just went as friends, and it was really fun, you know. Like he made me feel comfortable, you know. And I was lucky. I was lucky enough to have somebody that didn't give two shits about like anything. was Just like, hey, let's go, let's go to prom, this and that. That's good. Um, so that was fun, you know. But I guess this time around, like where I come from, you know, like I've mentioned before, like there are no pride (laughs) centers, there's nothing, you know. And so for me to experience like this, this one night, you know, of the year, to feel with my, to feel together with my people, yeah, for lack of a better description, (laughs) you know, uh, I think it's an amazing thing. It's kind of the same way that I felt when I first attended pride.
1: Yeah. So. Which I have yet to attend. I'm hopefully summer. yes, the summer will be going. Not hopefully, you're going. It's a must. Yeah, it's it's on our schedules now. Uh,
0: so I think that is that it for our announcements. I think it's I for think for announcements
1: so far. Yeah. 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 Um, aside from announcements, what did you think about the peace poll yesterday? Since you and I attended. Oh yeah.
0: So for those of you who um, were not aware, we recently had a Peace installed on our campus uh, yesterday. And the dedication was led by Dr. Arun Gandhi, the grandchild of Muhammad Gandhi. Mm-hmm. So it was a beautiful event. Um, I don't know. I was taking pictures. So I, I don't know. I feel like when you're taking pictures of an event, it just kind of takes you out of the moment. Yeah. Because you're looking at it through a lens yeah. and like you relive it later through the picture through that you the took pictures, yeah but i wish that i would have lived it in the moment that's just the only thing that i that i'm just ah,
1: yeah well. and and for those who don't already like follow the signal on snapchat because that's why we were there because we were covering the event um what is the snapchat again csu signal at csu signal yeah so make sure to follow the signal snapchat at csu signal because right there um you can see all of the videos and all the pictures. Even when the doves fly, like oh, that yeah. was really so, really beautiful.
0: So let's try to be descriptive here. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> to help people imagine, like what what happened. Mm. Um, so when we were there. Doctor John, President John, um, gave a give a gave a speech, a short speech, and then she introduced um, Doctor Gandhi. And in the speech, she said that although we are, you know, installing this Peace Pole on our campus, let us not forget that there is much work to be done. And that was, very powerful. That was a really powerful statement because it's yeah. a really true statement. Um, and so he also gave us a bit of a background history as to uh, where Peace Poles come from and where the first one was installed. So his grandfather actually helped install the first one. Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I right? I think that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, for us, I think that was an honor to have, you know, the grandchild of Gandhi, the man who fought for India's independence. Like, this yes. man. Yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, just it was, like...
1: Oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. you good. It's just, like, really iconic the fact that out of all universities, he came to CSU Stan Yeah. to plant a peace pole. I, I just found that very iconic.
0: Like... Seriously, like he came to the smallest (laughs) CSU—the
1: one no one ever like knows about.
0: (laughs) I mean, of course, you know he was asked to come, but like he really had the option of just saying no. Yeah,
1: like no, let me go to like other like. Yeah, like no, I don't know what that
0: campus is. I don't know where that (laughs) campus is. Like, I don't want to go there. You know, but the fact that he didn't say no and he came—that shows a lot. Like, that means a lot.
1: And it's just like coincidentally, it falls within this week where like everything has been happening everything oh my gosh yeah on campus with the white supremacist uh, the rallies everything the
0: fact that like we openly call him white supremacist and like the well, I mean, articles, there's a lie in there <laughs> that's true that's true people may say that it's
1: like an opinion or you know we're being biased but it's like it's a fact yeah, he is a definition is a of a white supremacist yeah what else can we call him a humanitarian <laughs> <laughs>
0: damn no i guess not (laughs) i guess not Mm -hmm. um so yeah you know and then i was fortunate enough to be invited to have dinner with him How was
1: that oh my god okay
0: so i don't have a car right now and so Mm. i was picked up by um one of the president's aides nice uh, and so we went to go pick him up from his hotel oh wow like it was so weird. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, are we really picking up Gandhi from his hotel? <laughs> so we were driving and the whole time I'm sitting in the backseat, like, how do I act? Like, do I make small talk with him? Yeah, like, yeah. What, do I, what do I do? <laughs> so then we picked him up from the hotel, you know, and then he's like, and, you know, uh, they were making small talk in the in the front and yeah. I was sitting in the back and, the, and then uh, he was trying to make, make small talk with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, yeah i don't know like i i i don't know i felt starstruck and so i felt awkward so yeah. i was probably awkward You're because just i was shocked. starstruck <laughs> <laughs> and he was probably like what the hell is wrong with this person you he's know probably like
1: is this every stan student student's reaction? right
0: oh my god <laughs> like he was probably just kind of like okay whatever you know
1: he's like it isn't on the list of central value." <laughs> <laughs>
0: And so then we got to uh, we got to downtown Torla because that's where we had dinner. Uh And it was just kind of amazing to me that, you know, uh, many people wouldn't know that he's Gandhi's grandchild unless they, you know, they know. But it was just crazy that we were sitting in this restaurant downtown eating with Gandhi's grandchild and. People were just kind of like whatever, whatever about it. you know, like and I and I get it. You know what I mean? Like I get it. But for me, it's just kind of like, oh my god, wow. It's like,
1: do they not know? Like if you only (laughs) knew, right? (laughs) That's so amazing. So what? Where did you guys end up going? We
0: went to a Bistro Two Thirty Two downtown. Oh, nice. Really bougie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fancy fucking place.
0: And so it was the the President's Committee of Diversity and Inclusion. Mm So um, they invited. They invited us, they mm-hmm. invited uh, me and another student, and so I I, <laughs> I sat next to him, because uh-huh. I was like, I haven't, I really want to talk to this guy, so I don't want to sit at the end of the table with people I already know, yeah. you know? So I sat next to him, Nice. and like, it was kind of, I don't know, like, it was just, I was awkward, like I was saying, like, I was awkward, <laughs> right? And so um, he ordered his, his drink, and so I guess it came with the lemon, and... Uh, he was putting the limit, the lime. He was squeezing the lime inside of uh, his drink, uh-huh. and the whole time, like his face really didn't move. You know, like you, you know how when you're speaking, you have expressions and they right. move, right? So the whole time, like I've, I interacted with him, yeah. like you know his his face because was kind of expressionless, you know, um, and so he was squeezing the lime into his drink, and all of a sudden he goes, oh. And, like, his 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 eyebrows go up, like, oh you know? And he's like, I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, for what? He's like, oh, I thought I got lemon juice on you. I was, <laughs> I was like, no. That's so and funny. that was the only time I really saw him go, An like. expression. Yeah. I mean, other than, like, at the keynote speaker speech when he was laughing and stuff, you Right. Know? Like, I'm not saying that this man doesn't have emotions. Of course he does. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just.
1: I don't know. Well, let's talk about that because I I remember when at the beginning of the peace pole dedication out there near the quad, you and I we were like just (laughs) taking pictures and we were just like whispering to each other like, does he really want to be here? Oh yeah, because he seemed very like he
0: seemed tired, tired
1: and unhappy. And
0: and and it's because like okay, so as we were talking at dinner, he was saying that he's from New York, and so it's a different time frame. It's like three hour different time uh, zone. And so I'm assuming that, yeah, he was extremely tired because, you yeah, know, like that the time sense difference, sense like it makes sense that he was tired, you know. And like last <laughs> night at his time when we were out at eight, it was like it was what? like bedtime for like him. bedtime for him. Yeah. Like past his bedtime. Oh, my God. So I, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought it was funny that the whole time he was just kind of like, oh, and then I don't know. we're Like, oh, I'm so sorry. You
1: know, <laughs> <laughs> you know like it really like <laughs> made me laugh, but also cringe. Was when he was be, um speaking uh, oh. during his um whole keynote portion, and then he sits down on the table that they provided for him, oh. and he was like, "Oh, people were like, oh, so now there will be microphones on the left and the right if you have questions." Oh yeah. And then no one got up for like for literally for like two minutes or so. Everyone was just like sitting down, and it was the awkwardest thing ever yeah. because I he was like, he went into the microphone and he was like, "Does not, does anyone?" How did he word it? I think he was like, "So no one felt inspired by that," oh, yeah. and I was just like, "Okay, now I'm gonna crawl under a rock."
0: <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, I think that people just didn't know how to like respond, you know? Yeah. Like I, I don't know. That's mm-hmm. just how I'm seeing it. I don't think people knew how to respond to like.
1: And also, let's men. Let, I think it's fair to mention the fact that like not a lot of people attended the keynote part. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like well, a lecture when it's like small and no one wants to participate because like yeah. it's a smaller I mean, but one. But then
0: again, like it did happen during class time, you know. It
1: did. It like, was. Yeah. I'm
0: just gonna say that maybe it was because you know people had the class. times, yeah. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> so I. Mm.
1: That is true.
0: <sighs> but nonetheless, okay. So then uh, we were talking at dinner, and um, people were just asking him questions about like you know like. His travels in India, you know, where he lived and they were taught because many of these professors, they they have gone abroad and they've, you know, worked and done volunteer stuff. Mm -hmm. Me, I'm just sitting here like, yeah, I haven't done any of that. (laughs)
1: Like You're like, I went to Portland last week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, I've never been out of the country, maybe Mexico, but that's about it. Like
1: (laughs) Every brown child.
0: And even then I didn't do volunteer work. I just (laughs) went with family. And visit and eat. Yeah. (laughs) So I was just sitting there, and I, I mentioned that I was like, yeah, I've never, I haven't traveled, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, and then uh, he was he was he looks just like you know he was just, is just there to listen type of yeah. type of person, you know, and um, somebody leaned over and they were this, the dean from the Stockton campus, like I don't really he was there, yeah, oh wow, um, I forget his last name, <laughs> but his first name is famous. But I don't remember his last name. Because in the email, <laughs> they just refer to him as famous. They don't attach a, a last name, you know? Really? Yeah, because everyone else is like, Dr. blah, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. Dr. da, 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 da. His was just says famous, famous. on it. <laughs> and then the, no last name. And so yeah. I was like, how do I refer to you? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you have a doctorate. So do I call you Dr. Famous? Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. I don't know. How to <laughs> resp- I don't know. And so... Um, at one point, you know, they're talking and I'm just like zoning out, right? Like I'm zoning out and I'm looking at my glass of water because mm. I was thinking about <laughs> a comment he made in, during his keynote speaker. I'm not sure if you remember Jesus where he was talking about that story of uh, a king. The king of, a king of India was looking for the meaning of peace. So he kept asking the intellectuals mm. like, what does peace mean? And so mm. one of the intellectuals we came to visit. Basically told him, like, go to this person outside mm-hmm. of your, you know, outside of your kingdom. That person can a- can better answer you. Right. So the king goes and asks this person, and this person just gives the king a grain of wheat. Uh-huh. And oh, yes. Yeah, and so then the king goes back, and every day, you know, he the king goes back and puts the wheat inside of a box. Mm-hmm. Every day the king comes back, looks at the piece of wheat, like the grain of wheat, and is wondering, like, what? what like is what is this it? like yeah. why why you know i don't understand mm-hmm. and then the intellectual who told him to go ask that person i think it was a sage right he went to go ask the sage yeah um comes back into town and <clears throat> basically the king's like okay i went i asked him and he gave me this i'm not <laughs> sure what this means and so uh the intellectual told him well it symbolizes peace like if you keep this grain of <clears throat> wheat locked up in a box it's just gonna you know, stay there. It's not going to do anything. And it's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's just going <coughs> to, excuse me, it's just going to shrivel up and die, basically. Mm-hmm. But those are not the words that Dr. Gandhi used. He used more al- those eloquently yeah. <laughs> descriptive words. And then um, he went on to say that the intellectual s- further mentioned that if the grain of wheat was planted outside, it would be able to grow. And yeah. then with its growth, it would be able to spread. So mm-hmm. pretty soon you'll have a field of wheat. of wheat. And so I was thinking about that because I was staring at my glass of water and I was looking at the water drop and I was like, oh, if the water drop is by itself, then it dries. And then if it goes to another water drop and then those water drops go into the another one, it creates a puddle. Yeah, and It doesn't dry or it takes longer mm. to dry. And so then um, the director of the or the dean of the Stockton campus looked at me, and he's like, are you okay? (laughs) And (laughs) I was like, do I not look okay? You know what I mean? Like, I I was confused, like, do I not look okay? And I was like, and I I moved my glance, and I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And he's like, oh, are you sure? I was like, yeah. I was just looking at my glass of water and thinking (laughs) about a comment that you, and I looked at Dr. Gandhi had mentioned, and I explained, and then they just both kind of looked at me like, in silence it's like he's probably like okay. child
1: you're going places <laughs> would you say that that was like an epiphany it sounds like you had an epiphany yeah
0: yeah i did <laughs> i did
1: i i hate when i i i love hate when i have <laughs> one because i do the same shit like my face is always like
0: well, like all these things and are then going i just in pop my head, in my right? mind and
1: you're just like whoa
0: <laughs> all these things are going on in my head right and yeah I'm just like and then, you know, he asked me, like, if I was okay, and I was confused. Like, <laughs> did I look like I was having a bad time? Oh. Like, did I look completely out of it? Yeah. Like, I was just like, how do I look? Like, <laughs> you know, I was just...
1: <laughs> Runs out of the restaurant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Feels awkwardness. Yeah. Sort, like, insert self into the situation. <laughs> leaves. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, and so afterward, we took pictures with Dr. Gandhi. We took a good mm. picture. Uh, and uh, this table... Near us, we were, you know, we got up in a group and the table near us was like, oh, what's going on here? (laughs) You know, like, okay, so let me explain to you. Our table was full of people of color. Like, it was all, you know, brown, black, you know, bodies at that table. Diverse. And (laughs) and then the table who asked us was just full of white people. Yeah. And so then uh, they were asking us, like, oh, what's going on here? Um, And we're just kind of, like, looking at each other. And then they're like, oh, is this like a like a family, a business? And then people are like, oh, it's a family. I'm like, yeah, we're family, you know? <laughs> and we and we took our picture, right? And then the same table is like, oh, are you celebrating a birthday or an anniversary? And then everybody's kind of like, I heard somebody say, do we tell them? <laughs> and then after that, like, no one said shit. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: <laughs> it was really funny because no one responded. Not because they didn't want to. I guess it was just kind of like, I don't think they heard it. Or whatever, you know, it's yeah. kind of like the moment passed to respond. So like after that, <laughs> it would have just been weird. To yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we just started taking pictures with, with Dr. Gandhi. Uh huh. And then they just kept kind of staring at us like, why is he so important? Like, why are people <laughs> taking <laughs> pictures with him?
1: <laughs> That's so funny because it's like, I, I feel like if it were me, I, I would have been <laughs> clueless as well.
0: Yeah, and no, like, and that's honestly, what I meant by my earlier comment right. about like you know you have this man sitting here and you have no idea who this you know
1: unless you're actually told of him,
0: yeah. and then your mind gets blown like
1: oh exactly what? like wow we literally like had like lunch near them or yeah. dinner near them
0: yeah
1: but yeah I like I said before I I just think that this peace Poll dedication hosted by Gandhi and all of our administration was it's just like a really good coincidence. Mm-hmm. And yeah
0: i feel i feel the same way yeah honestly.
1: i mean like we said in recent events that have been unfortunately happening here on campus this was much needed but like gandhi said you know just a simple poll will not do the job yeah we have to persevere for more uh, it is true i mean i highly agree to that yeah
0: And then during, let me go back to what we were talking about initially before I jumped to the dinner. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, so, you know, he said that and it really stuck with me because it's true, you know, it's really true. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, they were stationed in front of the pole next Uh to the side of it. And then uh, before Dr. Gandhi spoke, Dr. John, President John, uh, helped unveil it. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, oh, my gosh, (laughs) you know. Um, And then after Dr. Gandhi spoke... um, the director of the President's Commission on Diversity and mm-hmm. Inclusion. Excuse me, I just kind of burped into the mic. <coughs> <laughs> Dr. Kilolo Brody, she's mm-hmm. she was speaking, and she directed everybody's attention to these, like, white baskets. You know, know. like, m- me and Jesus kind of already knew, like, you know, there's probably it. birds in there or something. Because <laughs> there was already a bird, like, outside in a cage, in a cage. you know? Um, so then somebody let that one out. (laughs) And then after that, like you just see all these like white birds just come out of nowhere. Like,
1: iconically, (laughs) it was very beautiful.
0: It was pretty cool. Yeah. Like I caught it on, on my, on my, you know, picture, uh, on my camera, my picture camera. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I need to stop.
1: Same difference, right?
0: (laughs) I need to sleep. Um, it was, it was beautiful yeah, yeah it really it was, was beautiful and then afterwards everybody wanted to take pictures with dr gandhi in front of the pole and then everybody wanted to take uh pictures with dr john or mm-hmm. president john uh, so yeah it was <coughs> really inspiring and beautiful all at the same time
1: one thing that i really really lo- i mean i loved the whole like peaceful dedication event but what really like was highlighted for me was when you know president john and her whole commission had the flexibility of asking Anyone in the crowd who was, you know, bilingual or even of other language to go up to the microphone and say the word may peace prevail on earth in their own language and their, um, you know, foreign language. And so after she let all these students go up to the microphone, a lot of students actually like went up there and said may peace prevail on earth in their own language. I just found that very like amazing. And the fact that like I was working on the CSU signal Snapchat That for me was like I have to get every Mm -hmm. and each student like saying this, and I somehow did it. Like it, it was very like fast paced, but like I made it happen because I was not letting one student Mm -hmm. left out. I really really
0: was inspired by the last student who went up there. Mm -hmm. Uh, she she talked about how she's hard of hearing, so her other language is sign language. Yeah. And so then she did, you know, she signed it, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my god, the feels. Like, I yes. already had feels, but, like, I was more overwhelmed by my, by my emotions. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I because like... Because it was all-inclusive at that exactly, point. Exactly. You know? That's
1: what I was just going to say. I liked it. I liked that she was up there uh, doing that because, you know, they were like, oh, if you can speak another language and say these words, come up. But For people we who forget, not hear. everyone speaks or hears. So I like that this woman went up there and, like, signed uh, the whole phrase. I really loved it. It was really beautiful.
0: Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And like the day before, you know how we had to like the that rally out in the quad.
1: Yes. That was
0: intense. <laughs>
1: Let's talk about it.
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm not going uh, because like it was bad. It was just kind of like.
1: I guess the whole background as to why we have to have them, yeah, the rally, yeah. is what's a little bit sad and frustrating at the same time. Um, <clears throat> so for those sorry, for those who don't know, we had a community unity rally here on wednesday um during quad hours and it was basically i don't know would you say it was a stance against hate speech
0: yeah it was a stance against hate speech Mm -hmm. so basically they were protesting against the recent actions i kind of laugh a little bit because i'm just like wow really this really happened right um the recent actions of a stand state student nathan Domingo, um actively caught on tape punching Uh another person a woman at uh, the Patriots Day pra- no pa- rally ra- r- rally yeah in Berkeley in Berkeley, and so a bunch of students on campus had mm. different emotions about it. You know, they were really frustrated. You and I actually wrote an article about yeah. it, about how um, students feel as though the administration may or may not be doing much about it, and they're right. they're scared. You know,
1: and this is not the first time that we hear students say that they're they've been stressing the importance of doing something about it. I remember last semester when this you know nathan Domingo was highlighted as a white supremacist who actually goes here to csu stanislaus and shares the same classrooms as us when he was highlighted and he, when he was i guess like i don't know like put on the spot a lot of students were stressing the fact that something had to be done like mm-hmm. how does stanislaus support this student i mean i get it it's free speech but like we have to differentiate free speech and hate speech you know and that has uh, unfortunately always been difficult to, to do to do, because it's very abstract. I mean, I've taken um, freedom of speech classes because of journalism, mm-hmm. and uh, throughout that class, throughout the whole semester, um, we read a lot of Supreme Court cases, and these Supreme Court cases like, are like pages long, so they're really hard to like understand. Mm-hmm. But within those um, court cases, Even then, it's not even a concrete thing like, oh, this is hate speech because of this and that. Like, there's no identification for it.
0: I remember reading a book one day, Mm -hmm. or not one day, a long time ago. My Godfather got it for me. It was Mm -hmm. called um, Steal This Book. Mm -hmm. It was by Abby Hoffman. Abby Hoffman was, like, a really radical, like, activist in the 60s. And so in that book, there's a quote that says, free speech is the ability to say fire in a crowded theater. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've always heard that term as well
0: mm-hmm. so he used that you know like basically this book was written like in the 60s and so it basically talked about like how to how to uh steal things from people or mm-hmm. yeah steal things from people get rides from people stuff yeah. like that it was just like a really crazy interesting book yeah. i don't know it was like a life hack type of book mm-hmm. but at the same time it had like a lot of i don't know activists. I don't know how to describe it. Like, I wish I had it in front of me, (laughs) but unfortunately I misplaced the book Mm -hmm. three or four years ago and I've never been able to find it. Oh, no. Um, I really liked it because it just really kind of opened my eyes to like, hmm, this debate about free speech. Because not only is that a quote important and, you know, the thing that stuck out to me, the rest of the discussion about free speech in the book. Mm -hmm.
1: But yeah, like I said, it's like, unfortunately, it's something that we can't right away identify.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, It's not something we can all the time like go against it because it's like well then again first amendment yeah it's just like very vague so yeah which is why we had this rally to call Mm -hmm. out hate speech Mm -hmm. and you were there covering it yeah i
0: was there covering it and when i was covering it i tried having my camera on as much as possible because you don't ever know what's gonna happen you know because we did see some people um uh openly saying they were against the rally Mm -hmm. before it started Mm -hmm. um we had an individual post a sign in the area of where the rally was going to occur that Mm -hmm. said hate speech is free speech and then we had uh, a student by the name of john grammatical take the sign down Mm -hmm. um and throw it away and then these same students who posted the sign i'm assuming approached that same post and tried putting up a similar sign and then they were asked to take it down Mm -hmm. not because it was offensive i mean like yeah, it was offensive, but it was because it, it uh, violated posting guidelines. Because if you're a st- student event coordinator of any club, you need to be aware of the um, posting guidelines. This I know this because I'm a student event coordinator for yeah. evolution as well. So in the guidelines, it states I think it's like section five of the posting guidelines. I'm mm-hmm. probably mistaken, but it's on the website. Uh, where it says you know prohibited posting areas, so it talks about how you can't post in the windows of the buildings, mm-hmm. you can't post on different areas on campus, and the ty- the and then it es- lets you know like the type of tape that you need to use, um, and so lamp light posts are an area that's prohibited, mm-hmm. <coughs> and so that's why the student was asked to take it down by the SL the director of the SLD office right. Um, they probably saw that as like an attack, but it's it really wasn't, you know, because yeah. they were violating the policy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if they weren't violating the policy and they had like an A-frame somewhere that said that,
1: then it would that be would allowed. have been fine, yeah. I guess, you know. But they were violating pol- policy at this point. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. These, I mean, the first time I ever saw <coughs> students like rally here at CSU Stan, and I don't know if any of you can agree with me, was last semester again with white supremacist Nathan Domingo was brought up to light. Um, a lot of, like, rallies went on, basically making a stance against um, hate speech, against racism, against every hate that he represents, because all in all, that is what he represents. He re- he's like a walking person that represents hate. hmm In all the sense of that word, and I will not stand, not take that back. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like this unity rally was very impactful just because I think this is the first time that I see actual like opponents attend this rally just to say like, no, well, hate speech is free speech. So let us be. And you see other people like screaming back at this person saying, well, no, like hate speech. If you want to do hate speech, like it comes with a consequence because we've learned that like, hate speech is not acceptable. Honestly, it's in a way inhumane. Mm-hmm. And then moral.
0: Yeah, and then in, uh, cause we, me and, uh, other, other writers from the signal, we put together a yeah. video. Uh huh. Um, and we, in the midst of me r- recording, um, we, well, I caught mm. a glimpse of, uh, there was a student talking to, I think it was CBS Sacramento, um, saying that, you know, he's against everybody here at this rally and that free speech protects us from a quote-unquote fat government that will, um, (coughs) what did it say, Uh, something along the lines of like... uh, violate our rights or something yeah you know i don't remember the correct quote but it's in the video yeah um and then he was basically saying that the first amendment allows these people and he pointed to the crowd to assemble here blah blah blah. and then he s- proceeded to say that hate speech is free speech <laughs> and to which a crowd member was saying that hate speech is not free speech like they interrupted the whole interview like yeah. they really just like said it out loud and i caught the whole thing on tape
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and i thought that was pretty interesting to catch that because it's important that this rally did spark a debate between you know students and community members mm-hmm. about what hates what hate speech falls under. You yeah. know, does it fall under free speech yeah. or is it not free speech, you know? And so I thought that was really important that yeah. we, we got that and we mm-hmm. reported on it because that's what happened, you know? Definitely. It really caused people to talk about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And even not just that student that was talking to CBS. I heard other students um, that had his similar stance on mm-hmm. this issue, you know, talk to, talking to other students that were at the rally, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I, I didn't get them on on tape, mm-hmm. um, the, those conversations, but I heard them as I was walking through the through the through the grassy area of the yeah. quad, um, and I felt that this rally was needed. You know, it like definitely. people need to know that there is a difference between being a racist asshole and mm-hmm. actually, you know, speaking. I don't know. I don't know what just basically. There's a difference between being a racist asshole and being a decent human being. Exactly. Um, so yeah.
1: And I really liked the fact that, like, even our faculty were present. Yeah. I mean, the fact that our yep. faculty are present there has to say so much. That was important, too. You know, like, the fact that, like, these people who teach us in the classroom, or, or not even teach us, but also, like, you know, support the student body. The fact that they're standing against this person and their whole, like, ideology of hate and racism has to say that, you know, we just have to be human be- like, good human beings to everyone. Why spread hate?
0: Honestly, and that was another thing that Dr. Gandhi said, or mm-hmm. not Dr. Gandhi. Well, yes, Dr. Gandhi. He did say that um, we need to stop labeling each other and see see each other as human beings and learn to respect one another as like human just beings. Just be a really
1: good, a, a really good human being. Like it's not really hard, honestly. It's common sense. I've always said this. It's common sense. Uh, but I guess some people sometimes don't get common sense, right?
0: <laughs> it's frustrating.
1: It is frustrating. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, like, what's wrong with human dignity? Like, I don't know. Right.
1: <laughs> people like to – I've learned that people like to politicize, oh, you're a good human being. Like, oh, you must be a left.
0: Yeah, people and like to like, politicize people's identities, and I don't understand <laughs> that. I don't So get it's like,
1: it. if you're a good human being, you're a lefty. But I, I, I really don't get the correlation.
0: I don't get it either. I really don't. <laughs> like – because so what does that
1: mean if you consider yourself a right, you're not a good human being?
0: Like, yeah. like that Does that automatically make you like right. a hateful person? Because you right. don't want, like, you know what I mean? It and just doesn't make sense. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Republicans don't want people to think that they're assholes. Because there's you know? decent,
1: I won't say this, um, there are decent Republicans. Many I of mean, them are, you know? Exactly. Like, they know, I mean, recently Marco Rubio, I don't know if you like saw yesterday, he took a stance against whatever's happening in Russia when they're, like, capturing yeah. uh, gay men and torturing mm-hmm. them he publicly took it took a stance against it and that for me was just like see this man a republican marco rubio took a stance against gay torturing in russia like how hard is it to be a decent human being like it just makes sense not to torture people right and
0: i'm pretty (laughs) sure there's somebody out there saying well he's probably not a republican at that point he's probably a Le- Left leaning Democrat, and I'm just I like, I feel like
1: people will go stop. more beyond that and just say homophobic shit about him just because Probably. he supports the community.
0: And like, that's the thing that I don't get like, just because you support a community and you're an ally, that doesn't mean that you're gonna be politicized any different way. Like,
1: my lifestyle should not po- be politicized. Well, you i wouldn't call na- it
0: a lifestyle because it's not a lifestyle,
1: right? But my whole life and entire, yeah. my whole entire life should not be politicized. It, yeah. It's the same issue, like a, a woman. Like your
0: identity shouldn't be politicized,
1: right? Like, it's just the same way, like a woman's life should not be politicized. Like, why? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I have never understood that. Because <laughs> like, for oh, me, it's it's like common sense. Like, just let them be. Like, if it doesn't affect your life, let them be.
0: It's like, oh, you want uh, free health care through p- Parenthood? Just kidding. No. <sighs> It's like, like the, bad,
1: the bad men that we used to watch as little kids in the cartoons are now these people. For real, dude. Like, they ah. do no good for society. Ugh, It's just really, really weird. It just makes me angry. Yeah. It frustrates, it frustrates me, me, the me. fact that, like, I can't do much. I mean, I, we can't to a certain extent, right? Like, yeah. you and I, we do journal, uh, advocacy journalism. That's one step. And we advocate for, you know, social justice. Against something that's common sense. And I
0: think that that goes back to like a conversation that was had last night. That like, um. Gandhi, the grandfather Muhammadan mm-hmm. Gandhi, was uh-huh. basically sa- basically his philosophy was that the things that you're doing may not matter in the grand scheme of things, but it's important that you do them.
1: Exactly. I've always had that idea And so
0: that for me is just kind of like, yeah, yeah. it's important that we do these things yeah. because if we don't do them, who else is well, going to do it? Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Like, if we do them, yes, it might be a little noise, but it might echo. Yeah. And that in itself is really impactful. So, yeah, it's very unfortunate, the fact that our campus has been going through this in recent times. Not really in recent times. It's been going on since last semester. Mm -hmm. It's just that, you know, since last semester, our voices were being ignored, our grievance. Now, this semester, people are like, you know what? They don't want to fucking listen to us. Let's do something about it. Pretty much. And here you go.
0: I mean, I would really just be bold and say that, like, Stanislaus Squarecast takes a stance against hate speech. We
1: really do. I so. mean, because of free speech, we do what we do. We do our podcasts. We do advocacy journalism. And let's not get it confused with hate speech. Yeah. Hate speech is something that will not be tolerated um, and will not. We won't tolerate it. Yeah. No there's no platform for that there's no room for it (laughs) there should not be room for it
0: (laughs) i don't know about you but like when somebody says like an offhanded comment or like says something weird do you call it out
1: yes i (laughs) as a student leader like i've i'm so used to like not being shy about things anymore Mm -hmm. so that's a part of like working here on campus the fact that like they literally build a leader out of you Mm -hmm. and so i don't know if i've shared this with you but it was a few weeks ago i was at the hot tub here at the dorms it was nighttime and i was just um just there chilling with some friends and my friend had her friend over as well Mm -hmm. Uh, we were just at the hot tub and um her friend was just like we were i don't know know, well, well you know me every time like i hang out with friends like i I'm just an asshole like I'm just like a fucking like I don't have a fucking filter you know you don't which can be problematic at times <laughs> but like people yeah. still learn how to like deal with me
0: how do you have friends I, don't know. <laughs> I always ask kidding. myself that. <laughs>
1: but um even though I consider myself like you know a person that doesn't have a filter I know when it's needed still mm-hmm. and so we were at the hot tub just talking about social issues some somehow like we get along that way like we just talk about social issues and so while we were talking me and my friend um her other friend was just being really dumb like
0: what like what was she saying and
1: she was like making a joke of being transgender and so uh, excuse this, me? in front of me out of <laughs> excuse all people in front of out of all people in front of me uh, so this person was just like um she She um, glanced at her friend who was talking to me. And she was like, hey, I won't say their name. She was was like, hey, so-and-so, when are you going to tell everyone? When are you coming out to them? And we were all confused. We were like, what? And then then this person was like, yeah, didn't so-and-so tell you they were transgender? And then they started laughing. Like, it was like the greatest joke they have ever said in their lives.
0: I'm confused. What? Exactly. I was so
1: confused, too. And so it took me a while to respond because I was just like, staring at them I was just like how was that like the greatest joke you've ever said and so I automatically was like wait what and then they repeated it they're like yeah they're transgender they haven't told you and I was just like I don't fucking care what they are or what they are not (laughs) the fact that you're making a joke out of being transgender literally people die because of this because they are bullied because they're transgender do you think that in itself is funny and this person was just, like, really, really red. They're white. No. They're, they turned really, really red, and they did not say anything. And my friend was just like, yeah, she's really stupid. <laughs> and I was like, I can tell. <laughs> and Good. so last time I saw her, I was like, hey, you, sh- you should read, like, some ethnic studies or sociology books. Like, you can learn one thing or two. Good. Like, so, yeah, in regards to your um, comment, I, I'm not shy about calling things out now. Me neither. I used to be just because, like, I didn't have the experience to, like, do so. But now that I have the experience of, like, being a student leader and, like, being, like, out there, like, now I'm just, like, calling out bullshit.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's really – I don't know if I want to say if it's, like, funny. I don't, I don't think that's the right – but it's, like, really, like – that reminds me of a time that I was also at the hot tub, like, my freshman year, and uh, this girl – I'm not going to say her name, of course, but mm-hmm. she was, like, oh, he was acting like such a – you know, and mm-hmm. then she said F, you know, that, like – the term that people used to describe gay men. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> um, derogatory term. I don't like saying it because it's just, it feels ugly. No, I don't like saying it. So I'm not really going to ugly. say it here. Um, and so then I was like, oh, he acts like such a what? And she kept saying it. I was like, wait, I didn't, wait, what? She said again. I was like, what? And she, then she finally realized like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I made her say it three or four times before she like, it clicked in her to like not fucking say that shit. <laughs> And I was like, well, I'm glad you finally realized what the fuck you just said. I don't, I, I don't think <laughs> I need to tell you anything further that that's wrong and that you shouldn't refer to people as that exactly. regardless of their sexual orientation. And mm-hmm. she just kind of sat there like, I'm sorry. I was like, well,
1: I'm not the one you should be apologizing to. Exactly. And so the reason, I guess the, re- the bottom line of Steph and I saying these examples uh, correlates to what we said earlier. We will not tolerate hate speech. We will call bullshit out. Call it bias, call it whatever the fuck you want. It's just a fuck, it's bullshit, and we'll call it out.
0: Yeah. And we encourage you if you hear bullshit, call it out. Call question it. Out. it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like always question your sources. Yeah. All the time. Definitely.
1: Just like you always do in classes, right? Like consider the source. Consider the source. Consider where this comment is coming from. Exactly. Consider who they are. Consider where they come from. Why they're saying it. Exactly. Everything.
0: <sighs> I think On that note, we're going to end today's episode on just calling out bullshit. (laughs) Call it out. (laughs) Like, just call it the fuck out. Call it what it is. It's good for you.
1: It's good for society. If no one does it, it'll continue on. And we don't want it to continue. Exactly. So, slay as always, call bullshit out, and be unicorns
0: what noise do unicorns make are they like horses like mm, that's a good question we should probably google it later anyways we'll <laughs> we'll see you all i think two weeks from now two right weeks from well now. not see you because obviously we can't fucking see you you'll but hear from, us, you'll hear from us in two weeks <laughs> bye, bye.